You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back again to Locked on Browns. Day two of the 2021 NFL Draft in the books. Day three ahead, Browns with six selections. We're going to recap Friday night here for your Cleveland Browns. Uh, We'll talk about first selection of Jeremiah Owusu-Karamoa. We'll talk about the selection of wide receiver Anthony Schwartz. We'll get to day three where the Browns still hold six picks. We'll see how that all unfolds. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. At Locked On Browns on the Twitter machine, make sure you're following. Uh, DMs open both accounts, uh, questions, ideas, thoughts. Uh, you guys know I, I do my best to try to accommodate everybody there. Um, iTunes, still not a resolved issue, folks. Make sure you are pleased following the show on Odyssey, Spotify, or any other podcast streaming app. Joining me from Sports Illustrated's Browns Digest, Mr. Pete Smith at underscore Pete Smith underscore. Obviously, the team over there at Browns Digest been killing it, working their butts off here. We got Saturday in the books. Uh, been a long couple of days, uh, but you know this is you know part of the gig. We got we love it. We all enjoy it. Um, just we'll see how day three unfold unfolds here. Uh, first selection, Pete, last night, and we had talked about this. We thought maybe there would be the opportunity uh, to pounce. Um, in round two, wasn't exactly sure. We, you know, listed yesterday on a couple of shows with Pete Smith, of course, with Stephen Thomas. Some, you know, players we were looking for for day two. Some players to be looking to maybe pounce for. He was somebody interested in Pete. I think he the the drop went even further. Um, the Browns did make a move, um, and this is what you just enjoy about Andrew Barry is made the jump like he did. Um, still ended up with an even pick swap. You know, gave up a pick, got a pick. Uh, so still with still holding the current nine selections, six more here today uh, on day three. Uh, jump up to grab hybrid defender Jeremiah Wusu Karamoa at a donor Dame. Pete, this is a player maybe slotted, tried to be slotted some places as early as 17 to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, certainly a lot of big Browns contingent uh, were interested in this player. The opportunity got close. I, I love the timing of where they pick him here because the fact that he is unique also brings, and we've talked about this, Pete, with several players, because there's been a lot of players like uh, Caramel coming into the league over the last few years, is you need to have a specific plan in place. And also the other thing is you need to be able to use him in adaptation where some players you know, may that you have existing are, are going to have to change a little bit in different circumstances when a player like this is on the field. So getting him here at 52, it takes the pressure off because not so much is on Jeremiah Usu-Karamo's shoulders he comes in, and I think the best thing to do, Pete, is probably just start him out early with some easy stuff. Keep him around the line of scrimmage, see ball, hit ball, you know, maybe some covering some backs out of the out of the backfield. Get them acclimated early and comfortable before you start truly trying to expand that hybrid role into the NFL that they were so comfortable with in college. Yeah, uh, the Browns seem to insist that he's a linebacker. I still don't know if I believe that, but uh, right now – it seems like maybe he's going to step in and be basically play the role that Malcolm Smith plays, uh, largely coverage um, where you can afford to, to be undersized. Uh, he doesn't need to play up in the box as much. Um, but it, it's still hard to 
believe he's not going to do some other things because if you're just trying to sort of put him in positions where it feels similar to what he did at Notre Dame, um, it still ends up with him in the slot. He played more in the slot in college than he did in the box. Um, and he thrives when you give him a long runway uh, where he can go really fast, doesn't have to correct as much and just explode on people. I mean, that's, that's what he does. He's not great at taking on contact. Uh, and, and I think this highlights how important it was to get a player like Jadevian Clowney because they, they really want to protect that second level. And that really uh, helps with this pick. Uh, the Browns have a lot of length on the outside uh, and, and guys that are uh, able to soak up blocks, which should allow a guy like this to just fly around and make tackles. Uh, but I, but it's just hard to, you know, the Browns say they only want to, you know, they don't want to put three linebackers on the field. And if you don't do that, it becomes really difficult to get him on the field. Uh, Malcolm Smith played like 51.86% of the snaps last year, but a lot of that was because they had injuries. So the, the benefit of the Browns is they don't need him to come out and play a ton of snaps initially. Uh, obviously, they 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 sort of eased in much of last year's class outside of Jedrick Wills, uh, so they can sort of let him grow into a role. But given his talent uh, and given his intelligence, it's hard for me to believe he won't do more than that and they won't sort of expand him into doing some other things. I mean, even NFL.com compared him to Derwin James, uh, which, you know, may not mean much, but it, it, it st stylistically you can sort of look at it and go, okay, I can see what, where you'd want him to do some of those type of things. So, I, I mean, I'm more curious than anything on, on where this goes, but linebacker is tough. I just don't know how easy it is for him to get on the field in a regular uh, role. You know, if he's better than Jacob Phillips, so be it. But uh, the Browns are obviously – big fans of Jacob Phillips uh, and they could, you know, try to find more ways to utilize him and, and in sort of in a, in a weird way, provide some depth for that safety room. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at with it. You know, he can do a lot of the things Carl Joseph did last year and Ronnie Harris, some of those things Ronnie Harrison did, uh, which I really like. I mean, uh, it, it may, who knows, maybe this is a situation where the Browns, don't want to give too much information and make us, you know, make people think too much uh, by Which simplifying. They never do. Yeah, so I'm, you know, we'll see. I, I, I just have a feeling that he's going to end up doing more than uh, being a linebacker, even if they, that's what they want to call him. Well, and, and the first thing for anybody trying to like address your, you know, trying to address a roster, you know, position wise. You know, maybe he's slotted in a linebacker, but of course, you know, when they're in the head, there certainly could be that, you know, he linebacker slash safety. Um, he's got the hitting ability. He's got the speed. Uh, you got to figure early on he's going to be a factor in special teams. Uh, it certainly probably means the end for somebody in that linebacker room. And we'll just kind of leave it at that. I think those days are probably over. But you get um, and Pete, there is some tackling issues. His tackling rate isn't as great as you would like it to be. And I think sometimes that gets glossed over when he's somebody's a big hitter 
that you know something that technically happens you know everybody sees the highlights don't necessarily see the low lights um so if you can yes tighten that up um some people you know i need to understand you ronnie harrison he is another one of these players in this difficult spot of he does not have a contract beyond this season um Kara, uh, you know, JOK could possibly somebody that they can say whatever they want now could be somebody that could be slotted in. And, you know, maybe you don't extend Ronnie Harrison. And obviously we only have a small sample size to go off of on Ronnie Harrison to this point. But I think, Pete, what they saw is they saw a fast defender. They saw a physical defender. They saw somebody who was capable of doing other things. And this could also be something. And look, we, we, we shouldn't hopefully be dealing with, you know, players missing from the team due to COVID in 2021, but this puts you in a spot here where, oh, we're, you know, yes, we're down a linebacker or two this week. You know, somebody's got an ankle, somebody's got a hamstring. All right, well, we have JOK. Oof, now wait, this week we got a little bit of an issue in the sec- in the safety room. We're not sure if this guy's going to be able to go. So that he kind of basically becomes where he could either be the fourth safety, you know, could certainly be, you know, the fourth linebacker. Uh, you could look at possibly a, a nickel defense down the road where maybe it's him and Phillips, uh, I just I, I like I like the selection just from the fact that versatile, physical, runs well, and it's it's something you have that you can kind of use anywhere. And of course, he can certainly blitz as well. I think just another position here of trying to say Joe Barry, we did the best we could for you last year. Obviously, we didn't get it done. We're 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 going to make sure maybe even even at this point, Pete, maybe we're going to go a little overboard on what we're going to get you for twenty twenty one. Just want to get you in the best path to succeed and hopefully get the defense up closer level to what the offense was able to do last year and what it should be able to do this year. Well, I mean, this just is just a, a, a great opportunity. It was always it was difficult to sort of place Cormoa in the first round, so it wasn't hugely surprising that he he made it out of there. It is surprising that he he fell, you know fell relatively speaking as far as he did but it it really does seem like it's just how specific he is and the browns can cater to that so he can be a a really really nice player in that regard so yeah i mean everything about this draft so far has been speed uh you know they've gotten three guys you can fly so that's certainly uh something that they want to they clearly like um, but yeah, defensively, they, they just get faster. Uh, he can cover, um, which is certainly valuable. So, you know, a lot of this becomes wait and see, but again, I just have a difficult time with the idea that he's only a linebacker. I, I just think Joe Woods has a scheme that sort of allows him to do more things. It, it may, it may take time to get there, but I, I think that they're, they're creative enough. Uh, and and they have the smart enough players to do that. I mean, they, I mean, their first two picks they went to Northwestern and Notre, Notre Dame. Um, so we'll see. It's it's fascinating. I mean, it, it, like from that standpoint, um, so often it's very easy to sort of just be like, okay, he's going to do this, as it was with Newsom, and uh, you know, that's an easy way to sort of look at it. With 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 Owusu Kormoa, there's an element of um, you have to be prudent in the way you, you plan around him because you don't want to put him in situations where, which are not going to be 
helpful to him and you have to find ways that are that allow him to sort of shine in your defense because if done well um it it, it can really make this defense special in a hurry done poorly you know you, you find that you, you're sitting there going man it's just not working so it's going to be interesting to to watch you know when when they do get on the field in, in training camp and stuff to see the different ways they utilize him to sort of see what allows him to really shine yeah uh great selection um and i just I, again i love the value of where he was selected um not a ton of pressure on him and the browns can allow and use the fact that he is a unique defender the fact that he is a hybrid defender to their advantage and maybe not try to just pigeonhole pigeonhole him into something that he's not uh making for a difficult rookie season so uh pick 52 overall uh obviously the browns uh traded two selections received uh, Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa and the fourth round pick that they will get to today here uh, with pick 52 overall. Uh, we'll get to the uh, wide receiver selection of Anthony Schwartz here. Just want to uh, thanks to fo- uh, thank the folks from where our where I'm from for the care package yesterday. Uh, ridiculous, excellent stuff, guys. Go ahead, check out where I'm from. We'll be back here in a second. Jeff Lloyd, Pete Smith on your latest Locked On Browns. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. This week has tons of sports action on the go as the NFL draft is on and the Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or your mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Bet online, your online sports book experts. For the second year in a row, uh, yours truly, and look, Blind Squirrel can even find a nut, uh, predicted early. And I'm not necessarily sure this was maybe the way they were going to go as much as it was the way the board dictated leading up to the Browns selection. Wide receiver, Anthony Schwartz out of uh, Auburn University. Pete, the one thing, and this is what I highlighted, and this is what we've all talked about with this wide receiver room, is there's a lot of similarities currently within that wide receiver room. There's not really essentially a unicorn, so to speak. Donovan Peoples-Jones obviously has great vertical speed. Anthony Schwartz from Auburn. Last summer, Anthony Schwartz should have been training for the Olympics. COVID derailed that. That is just how fast this young man is. There's no glossing it over. There's no faking it. He is a legit track athlete. Football-wise, probably not nearly as accomplished as some of the players that went around him. I know a lot of Browns fans last night were hoping for uh, Diami Brown, who ended up going to the Washington football team uh, close to the area where the Browns did select Schwartz. It'll probably even take a while, Pete. We're not talking about a guy that might be able to contribute even week one. But he has a calling card that no other wide receiver on this Browns roster has. He finds his way even onto the field. It's going to bring some attention, even though he's a rookie, even though he was only a late third-round pick. And if we learned one thing from the Browns-Chiefs game, is 4-2 speed is an absolute nightmare. It's an absolute difference maker. McCall Hardman. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Everybody is trying to certainly get in on this type of business, this type of player. The Browns dip their toes in that water with the selection of Anthony Schwartz. It's 
going to take a little refinement, and he can't do everything just yet. He's not the com- most complete route runner. Jet sweeps, uh, you know, jet motion. He has done these type of things where you want to be able to use a lot, utilize that elite speed that a player has. So this is interesting. And Pete, as we mentioned, this could be start starting of a rebuild of that wide receiver room that is going to take place most likely in the next offseason, but a chip for that transformation that's most likely going to come. Uh, so he might be the joker. Um, obviously, he has insane speed, um, but you know he's a guy where you potentially manufacture touches uh, I mean, they, they tried to hand the ball off to Jojo Natson last year. So uh, certainly he can do some of those things. Uh, but, you know, he looks like he was, uh, you know, dropped into a football game and is trying to figure his way out. Um, he has no idea what he's doing. Um, he doesn't do contact well. He even runs weird with the ball. Uh, he was not good really for, I mean, he, he can do some things. Uh, Auburn did not help. Bo Nix did not help. Uh, no, it, yeah. So- let's put this on Nix because the same thing with watching Seth Williams, who should get his name called is these poor bastards. Uh, you know, this, that kid's probably going to be a four-year starter at Auburn because his dad played there. And I, I did, you know, the kid's just not, not, not good. So, I mean, there, there's look, I mean, he's got four, two, seven speed, uh, you know, he ran a 10.09 or 10.07, depending on who you ask, 100 meters. I mean, he immediately causes problems. I mean, he's six foot, 186 pounds, so it's not like he's tiny either. Um, so, grow. yeah, so, I mean, there's 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 interesting um, things they can do with it. Clearly, the Browns know how to isolate or create situations that are favorable. Um, I do think he will have a role immediately, even if that just means run run really fast in a straight line. Uh, they get somebody where Baker Mayfield can really chuck it uh, and let him sort of go out and get it. Uh, I, you know, I, I, there's no un, there's no doubt that he's going to have to sort of figure things out. Uh, there's there's an element of of picking Donovan Peoples Jones in this. However, Donovan Peoples Jones at least was familiar with what sport he was playing. Uh, even if he was super raw at a lot of things, um, it's the difference between round three and round six. Now that said, you know, when you run this fast, you go early, you just do, um, in some ways it's I was going to bump you around. It's going to bump you around and a half easy enough. Well, I'm a little, almost surprised you didn't go in round two just on that. Uh, but uh, there were rumors. There's, there, there, there's just a ton that needs to happen with him. If it works, it's, it's great. It's a huge, um, it's, it would be a home run type pick if they can, they can make this work. Um, let's, you know, I, I want to see how this one works out because this could easily blow up in their face and be a complete whiff. I'm not convinced that they didn't have somebody go in front of them that they would have picked better. I don't doubt that they really like Anthony Schwartz, uh, that this absolutely, um, makes sense for what they wanted. I mean, look, we said all off season, they wanted to add speed. They added basically the fastest guy in the entire draft uh, at wide receiver. So that's going to be interesting. He doesn't do anything on uh, as far as returning. 
I don't think he's going to do much on special teams. Those are all things he would have to learn. So it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's not easy necessarily to, to, to keep this guy on the roster. I, obviously I think they're going to do that, but um, I'm not sure how much he can really offer them. So this is another one. It's really interesting. What what's what's it going to look like when he gets to camp? Is he going to basically be look like a fish out of water completely, except for occasionally when he just runs past everybody? Uh, that'll be interesting. But you know, again, the Browns have been very good about sort of putting guys in position to succeed early in their careers. So they're not going to put this kid out there to suck. Uh, they're not going to put this kid out there to to make a fool of himself. Um, they, they, you know, whether it was Harrison Bryant, Donovan Peoples-Jones, those guys were put in positions to succeed. And I think they got enough mm-hmm. uh, of a look where you were left wanting more or at least appreciating what they could do. They weren't leaving them out there to just sort of rot and, and look awful. So uh, I think they will, if they take the care they did with that, then it could be great for them, uh, but it's absolutely a risky pick. This is the riskiest pick the team has made in two years of drafting. Uh, crazy high upside with it. It could be absolutely outstanding. It could also just complete, be a complete whiff. It's There, there certainly comes some risk. Uh, refinement is not there, and we talked about what an excellent wide receiver class this is again this year, and uh, we, we probably won't even say that anymore. Uh, just, you know, from now on, just view the wide receiver class as being excellent. It's just these kids are, you know, I mean, there's so many more balls being thrown in high school, even at the later stages of youth football. Wide receivers are just going to be more accomplished, more skilled, more comfortable. Uh, but again, four two seven speed, uh, legit. Again, um, one thing certain, certainly for me to take notice of, you know, we talked about this. Do you want to see Jarvis Landry running these jet sweeps or do you want to see Anthony Schwartz, who literally has Olympic speed? Anthony Schwartz has almost 300. 50 yards rushing in his days at Auburn. So certainly, you know, a, a toy for the offense um, with that jet sweep motion certainly can enhance your screen game. Uh, hopefully find a way to maybe get this more out of this tight end room. One thing we talked about a lot last year is, you know, for what they had invested in that tight end room, it never seemed they truly got the return from the position that they were hoping for. Um, Anthony Schwartz. And the other thing is, is him just being on the field again, is a nuisance is a presence should make lives easier for everybody, including number six, Baker Mayfield. And as we have talked about, getting this out of that box, being able to play the entire field at one time. So Anthony Schwartz, selection number 91 overall from Auburn University to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Pete and I are going to sit down here. We are going to get to day three, what's left. Browns with six selections. They're going to get going early today with pick 110, 113. We'll be back with all the talk on day three in just one second. The new and improved Bilt Bar is even deliciouser. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Bars are uh, covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and they are easy to chew. Bilt Bar is great for the health-conscious guy or gal. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, High fiber, they are great with your keto diet. The flavor profile for the coconut almond bar, 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com, 
Use the promo code LOCKED15 to receive 15% off your next order. Again, LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now, Pete, there are positions we focused a ton on here in our draft coverage, our draft preview coverage. Browns with three selections now through uh, you know the first three rounds. Nothing on the defensive line yet, Pete. Nothing at defensive tackle. Nothing at edge. You have to think with 110, 113, I think one, if not both of those needs will be met there. Uh, we talked about the fact we would like to possibly come out of this draft with two cornerbacks. What's your feeling here as far as what's lining up with what's left on the board, Pete, for what the Browns can do here in round four? And again, folks, maybe look for a little action today. We talked the entire you know lead up here that we didn't think maybe nine sections were in the cards. That could still very much be possible, Pete. Six picks, <coughs> four rounds. What do you see for here today, buddy? Uh, the first thing that jumps out at me is defensive tackle. Um, I think the, the, the players that stand out right out of the gate are, uh, Marlon Tui Pelotu, uh, from USC and Bobby Brown, the third from Texas A&M. Uh, Bobby Brown is super, super young. Uh, he's 20, but he is, he has a grown ass man's body. Uh, he is a freaky dude. Uh, who fits exactly the way uh, that uh, Andrew Billings does in this defense. He's fast for his size, just ridiculously freaky. The problem with him is he is a guy who seems to, in a lot of ways, he's like Christian Barmore. He really likes to get after it when he thinks he can make a big play, and he's not as not as enthused to sort of do the work. Uh, but, you know, if, if he's playing behind Andrew Billings and they're – you know, he's, he's got less reps to work with and he's surrounded by a bunch of you know, pros. You know, he may have need to grow up a little bit. Then he may be just an animal for what the Browns need. Uh, Polo two or two Polo two isn't, uh, isn't as physically big as, as, uh, you know, the, 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 the Aleem McNeil's or who I think the Browns would have loved to, to get to, uh, or Bobby Browns, but he's just a very good, sound, balanced run defender. Not a great athlete, but interesting enough. Uh, the, the one that's tough is edge rusher. Uh, you know, and I, I guess the Browns could also be interested in Tommy Togiai. I am not in love with him for this defense, but I could see where they they, they think he can be more. He just hasn't played a lot, and he's, he's actually smaller than Larry Ogunjobi. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's where it's sort of like a little iffy to me. Uh, I edge rusher's tougher. Uh, I I don't love edge rusher initially. Although you get to day three, you know we're we're in go get your guys. Like if you really love a guy, don't wait. Uh, so do they love a guy like Janarius Robinson from Florida State, who's toolsy, crazy explosive, can probably fill out. A little bit and, and could be like ex- genuinely explosive is an inside rusher because he's he's really impressive in that er- uh, area maybe uh but i the other thing i i look at is dbs um there are a lot of corners that i think the browns will like um uh, they 
they went and, and talked to Darren Hall. He was one of their visits mm-hmm. uh, from San Diego State, super young. Robert Rochelle stands out to me as a guy that makes a lot of sense. We both love Thomas Graham. Uh, so there's a lot of these guys in that range where, I, I, again, I, I just they cannot get enough corners. They just cannot have enough guys. Um, you uh, Offensive line, I, I don't know if I see it. Uh, I, I feel like the centers they would have liked are gone um, because if they were going to get one, they'd probably want somebody who is, you know, physically dominant, maybe has some guard center ability initially. You know, Qu- Quinn Maynard seemed like a guy that would have they would have loved. Maybe they like a guy like Drew Dahlman. I, I just don't see it. The other the other thing. Look, if the Browns don't trade one of these fourth-round picks, take Khalil Herbert. Just do it. Thank just you. Yeah, I mean, just do it. Like, you, you even if he's not a factor, you. even if he's not a factor in this season, it, it, gives yeah, you, I mean, it, it gives you the opportunity, and this is what I keep going to. Look, maybe something gets worked out, and Nick Chubb's camp comes with a favorable number. Then all of a sudden, Kareem Hunt's $6.5 million may not be as appealing. So guess what? If Khalil Herbert's going to make nothing and you're going to have to put $3 million on top of what you were paying Kareem Hunt, move on from Kareem Hunt, keep Nick Chubb, and you've got a player like Khalil Herbert. Yeah, like you're just talking value and you're just saying we're going to get talent. You have three fourth-round picks. Again, maybe they move some of these. Maybe they can get somehow con somebody into giving up a 2022 draft pick. I mean, I would love that, but – He's really good. Uh, and, and the other I, I thing, Pete, think... is he is really, really good in regards to what this offense likes to do. Yeah, he's a zone runner. He's got some size. He's a little bowling ball. You know, I know Sam Penix likes to call him mini chub. Uh, so there's a lot of things that are intriguing there. The other position I wouldn't rule out just because this is the Browns and they can't help themselves as tight end. Um, maybe they like – a guy like Noah Gray, he's more of an H-back type guy, so maybe they want another true Y. But, yeah, I mean, there, there's some wild card possibility there. Um, but, yeah, like that's the one thing that just stands out. Now, it did all draft season was like they have a million picks. You know, you can take a running back for all the reasons you talked about. This thing gets very clunky in a hurry at that position and whether it's Chubb staying, uh, you know, Hunt staying or even both staying, you know, he's really talented. So that's one that uh, I think uh, could be intriguing. I don't rule out the possibility of taking another linebacker. You know, if, if we're calling, uh, you know, a Wusu Kormoa a linebacker, I love Buddy Johnson. I just think he's an outstanding football player. I know there's a lot of people who like Derek Barnes. Both those guys have have really good value and upside at this point. Uh, so yeah, there's there's some interesting players. If they want to go with another safety, I'm not in love with Jamar Johnson, but he's still there. He's at least interesting. I do like uh, some of these other. I, I do like Caden Stearns as a and, and Derek Forrest. Um, as speedy guys that just physical freaks that just need to continue figuring things out and can potentially help on uh, special teams. So 
yeah, there's a lot of options they could go. I, I still don't think the Browns are going to take a quarterback unless it's like round seven uh, because that guy's not going to make the team. So I don't see much reason for it. You're basically picking guy, guy you hope gets to the practice squad. Uh, maybe there's a, 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 uh, a pure, we absolutely love this guy, offensive lineman, most likely a tackle um, that they see. I don't know who that would be. I, I haven't done enough work on the offensive line because look, they're the Browns. They have a million of them. Uh, but <laughs> nevertheless, those are the things that sort of jump out at me right now. But I, I think defensive tackle initially, um, again, maybe there, there's some edge guys that they like. I, I would really like to get another edge. That's sort of the one thing as much as I like, you know, what, they, what they've done with this draft. That's the one where I'm sitting there going, man, I'd really like to get somebody that can, can help, uh, upgrade that pass rush. I think Janarius Robinson is a guy that that can do that. If they're, if they're willing to go outside of their sort of age look, Shaka Tony from Penn state is very talented. He's just 23. Um, maybe like Taryn Jackson uh, from coastal Carolina. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's some dudes out there they can go get, they can help them that do have, some real value. Uh, the way this board has sort of fallen there, they, they, they've really found themselves with some nice uh, opportunities. Nate Hobbs raw as hell, but he's got a great, great profile. Illinois. That's the thing that drove me nuts about the Ravens. They took that Brandon Stevens kid. I don't even know if he can play, but this profile is insane. Uh, like play. he's got yep. all from upside. Big ball yeah. of clay. So, yeah. I mean, so there, there, there's, there's a lot that the Browns can do to really just keep padding, you know, basically run up the score in this draft uh, and as far as, you know, how grades work and, and everything like that. Uh, and Leo, the consensus, wherever you look, if you're going through, um, it seems everybody to this point is absolutely loving the work that Andrew Barry has done with this 2021 NFL draft class. Um, little, little tight on time, Pete, but every year it happens, Pete, every year, Joseph Osai, Cincinnati Bengals, Pete, you and I talked, maybe it was a week ago, a little bit more. Things we were concerned about, about the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they'll end up with a guy like Ben Cleveland. He'll be freaking Marshall Yonda for the Ravens. Every year, every year, it seems the AFC North friends are uh, peeking in and uh, finding a way to uh, either A, uh, take some of the talent we talked about, or B, you know, kind of predicting moves that they will do that certainly, you know, not everything's always going to be favorable for us. Saints. The Saints <laughs> every year. Every year the Saints take guys they want. They took Peyton Turner in the first round. They got Paulson and Debo last night. Uh, that, that that team is just so good at, at the draft. Uh, you know, they're everything that the Dallas Cowboys are not. <laughs> All right, so everybody, enjoy day three. We will get back at it later with a full recap. Obviously, stuff coming uh, you know, got stuff planned, of course, with Stephen Thomas as well. Stuff planned with John Costco. You know, Pete's always going to be around here. Uh, it's It's been fun so far, and it's really just been great to watch Andrew Barry, you know, manipulate this, play the game, uh, you know, for, you know, handling his second NFL draft. Uh, the guy looks like a pro. It looks like he's been doing this forever. So uh, great job so far. Let's hopefully the Browns can keep the momentum going here on day three. Uh, this is um, for Pete Smith from Sports Illustrated's Browns Digest. Make sure you're checking everything out through the SI.com app. 
over there, the guys are working their butts off trying to get you the best content they can here as we roll through day three. Make sure you're following Pete at underscore Pete Smith underscore uh, me personally at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show itself at Locked on Browns. Follow account. Follow over there, guys. Uh, DMs as well, please. Any questions, ideas you have, you know, I'm always trying to be as receptive as I can. If you're all going to spend this much time here listening, the least I could do is pay you all back in that uh, in that regard. iTunes still an issue out of Lockdown's hands. This is strictly an issue on iTunes. Uh, for now, please make sure you're subscribed, following Lockdown Browns, Odyssey, uh, Spotify, whatever you know, uh, podcast app you use. If it's not there, please let me know, and we'll try to get you directed to a link where you can. There is always the Megaphone app itself, that uh, link that you can go to, that is available in the uh, Lockdown Browns Twitter account. So go ahead and check this out. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.